Yo, what up? It's DK. Thank you so much for listening to the Mixing Music Podcast. I just want to do a quick plug about Antares and Autotune. Antares makes the original industry standard autotune that we all know and love the sound of. We are sponsored by them, so if you visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash autotune, we do get a small kickback from every purchase. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Please enjoy this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three. Hello, you are listening to Mixing Music. I'm your host, DK, and today we're going to talk about failure and fear and how that plays into our career as mixing engineers. Now, if you are a recording engineer, I've said this before in the past, if you're a recording engineer or a mastering engineer or a producer, you can still benefit from this episode. But um, I will be focusing on what I do and from my perspective, which is as a mix engineer. So what about failure and fear can we learn today? So one thing that I do want to say is that fear is the one reason why we refuse to do something, right? Why do you not already have a YouTube channel if you've been thinking about it? Why have you not been promoting your Instagram if you've been thinking about it? Because fear, fear of rejection, fear of failure, right? We need to realize that we have fear and we need to overcome them. We need to not be scared of failure. A little story about me. So I moved to Utah uh, initially for school, but I ended up staying for business as I started a few companies out here, some non-music companies and some music companies. Um, I have failed four businesses already. So I don't know if you know this, and I don't want this to take away credibility, but I'm 25, I'm young, and I've already failed four businesses. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in broken deals, bad deals. Um... And I've also had good deals and I've had successful businesses. I'm currently working on a, another business right now outside of mixing, which is specifically podcasting. Um, and there's, so my company is called, one, I'm one of the owners, the three owners of the company, and it's called LaunchPod Media. There's a website, launchpod.media, and we help start companies to start, launch, and maintain successful podcasts. Because um, I love podcasts. So I was like, yeah, they. one of the main owner is one of my great friends. We lived in Japan together for a minute. Um, and he has a podcast on his own that did really well. He's a total analytics freak. So, And he needed someone that was more technical, sound-wise, as well as good at general business management. And hey, that's me, right? But I... We're doing well now. Um, The company's doing well, like especially with that company and my mixing, like mixing stuff. Like I get a lot of work done, and there's a lot of potential income to be made. But a lot of people, because I'm so young as well, a lot of my friends, the people that I hang out with, are that don't do music, even or people that do do music, 
they're like, hey, DK, and I'm not trying to say this in like as like a humble humble brag or anything like that. This is not like this is not me flexing on you guys. This is like genuinely just me sharing you my experiences so you can learn from them. All right, um, DK, why are you doing like why are you doing so many things? How are you able to do so many things? How are you able to keep up? How are you able to, in their eyes, find success? Now, in my eyes, I think success is defined differently. Um, but in their eyes, they ask, like, how are you, why are you so successful? And the big thing for me is the fact that I have failed so many times in the past. And I'm not afraid to fail again. I, I, <laughs> like, so many of my friends that ask this question or these types of questions, they don't realize, like, yo, I'm a failure. Like, I'm an, I'm an outright failure in so many ways. Like I have so many dead projects that will never be revived. Like I have so many companies that like I am just not nothing's going to happen anymore. Like we can't. Like it's it's a dead company. Like yeah, those were wasted dollars that we invested in. Like ugh, like I've had to fire a lot of people because we couldn't afford them anymore. Um I've been able to, and at the same time I've been able to hire a lot of people over the years. Uh I've been able to work with really great people, meet really 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 awesome people. Um, but the fact is I figured out that I have fear and I, I've, I've realized it for what it was, that it was just fear and that I just needed to be optimistic in the face of fear. So this is one of my favorite quotes. There's a, a, um, a religious man. His name is Gordon B. Hinckley, who is quoted for, uh, saying, um, optimism or sorry, courage is optimism in the face of adversity. I probably butchered it, but it's something like that. And I really believe that. I think that for us to have courage, we need to be positive even though things are looking down. Um, and especially for us, at, if you're an entrepreneur or like a, a freelancer for what we do, especially in this field of work, it's typically freelance work. If you got a stable gig for working for a company and you have like a yearly salary, oh my goodness, like I am jealous of you to a certain degree. But like, yo, like this is, this applies to all of us. We have fears that keep us from going. We're, we have, we don't want to fail. Nobody does. I don't want to fail. I've just gotten comfortable with the fact that I, I will fail, you know, and you got to realize that we all got to realize that. And I have failed many, 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 many times. I've at certain times I've failed as a father, certain times I failed as a friend, certain times I failed as a son, certain times I failed as a partner, a bear work partner, certain times I failed as a basketball player, certain times I failed as a mixing engineer. Like I have failed in so many different ways and I acknowledge them. But you know what? You know what it comes to? You know what keeps me staring, looking failure in the eyes and keeps me going. Again, I'm going to, I'm going to keep talking about this. This is going to be a common theme is gratitude. I am so, 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 so grateful of all the opportunities given to me. Okay. I am so grateful to my parents. I am so grateful, um, to my, my teachers, my schooling. I'm so grateful. So, so grateful for my wife that like allows me to do this. Like I'm, I'm straight up punk. Like I'm going to be honest, I'm a punk and she allows me to be a punk. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful for my partners, the people that believed in me, my investors, people that believed in me over time, even if I did fail them. Um, I'm so grateful that I was even given the opportunity to learn by starting these companies. I was so, I'm so grateful to be doing this podcast. I'm grateful that you're listening. Like this gratitude, the fact that like, I'm at least I'm glad to have given the opportunity 
that's what makes me keep going in the face of fear, right? Gratitude is everything. Gratitude is what gives us joy and satisfaction in our life. Um, and I will say having this gratitude is a big part of what you're going to need to overcome fear and failure or the fear of failure. I recommend following a guy on Instagram. His name is Gary V. Um, Gary Vanderchucker, I think that is his name. He's one of those entrepreneur, motivational speakers type guy. Uh, he talks a lot about gratitude. That's one of his big things. And I am just so on board with that. So on board with that. Um, he is the man. And gratitude is everything. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Nobody deserves anything. You didn't deserve anything. I'm gonna, there is not a single thing that you deserve, right? Everything that you have was given to you because someone above you, older than you, has worked for it and earned it for you, or you have earned it yourself. But there's a difference here. Knowing that you earned it yourself can turn into pride. Did you really earn it yourself? Who were your mentors? Who helped you along the way? Who gave you feedback? Who was part of the group that you hung out with? Who did you tell your success experience to? And who gave you the confidence to keep going? Who helped you when you were down? Nothing you have ever done was done by your own power and your power alone. Okay? So I'm an Eagle Scout. I know it's really nerdy. I'm not like talking about it all the time, but I do want to share an experience from this. Most people that get their Eagle Scouts are... um, their mom does it. Like, I'll be honest, like their parents do it for them. Like they don't do it like a 14 year old kid, 15, 16 year old kid, like 17 year old kid. They, they're not going to do like a big project, like an Eagle Scout project. I don't even know if you guys even know what that is. Like Boy Scouts is kind of like a dead thing in America, but, uh, what we have to do a project that's pretty intensive and we have to plan it out and who do a big report on it and plan for it. And it's just a service project. And that's what, that's what I did. So I went to an old folks home. I did, I provided, uh, entertainment for the evening, which was a talent show that I had people sign up for. I built a couple of uh, picnic tables out in the backyard. We planted a vegetable garden. Um, and it was a lot of work and I needed a lot of help. Now, my mom does not speak a lot of English because she is Japanese. And Japanese people suck at learning English. It's okay. I can say that because I'm Japanese. and I lived in Japan and yes their English education is terrible and I don't know what it is just because the difference in language barriers but yeah Japanese people suck at English and my mom is definitely one of them and uh and some Japanese people are really great so don't don't take away from that um but uh I do want to say that she wasn't able to help me at all my dad was a busybody like he he was a workaholic like he was never home he never helped me so I had to write this huge huge like 30 page like for me like as I did it when I was 14 so I was a 14 year old boy writing like a 30 page analytical like not like research paper reciting my sources like this is what I'm gonna do here's my exact and I had to go down and my the guy that I had to get my project passed off by was like notorious for being a jerk and like being a real stickler for details. So I did like this huge, I did over 200 hours. No, I don't remember the exact number, but I did so many hours of research for just this stupid little service project. And yeah, because I put work into it. Um, I felt good doing it. It felt extra good finally finishing it. But even then, even though my parents in general did not help me with this, 
I am still so grateful for the fact that they did help me a little bit in their small ways. My mom was very emotionally supportive. My father pushed me. Um, the people that, the volunteers that helped me, like grateful. I still like, even though I could totally claim that I did it 100% on my own, I won't. And I will, I will never claim that I did it on my own because I couldn't do it on my own because I had volunteers that helped me. I had friends that were willing to go along the distance with me. I had my parents weren't even in town. My parents were both out of town the day of my project. Like, how stupid is that? They were both out of town. They weren't even in the state. And um, I was babysitting my siblings when the day of the project. And some uh, family friend of mine picked me up, went to go to Home Depot to buy all the lumber after finally raising enough cash for it um, from people that volunteered. And we got it done. Yeah, I did a lot of the work. Yeah, I should and be able to claim. I have every right to claim that I deserved my award. I, like, I deserve it. I earned it. But I'm. I know that I didn't do it on my own. I know I didn't do it on my own. I couldn't have done it without other people's help. And that was a really, really long tangent. But I just wanted to prove that nothing that you do can be done on your own and only on your own. Some emotional things have to be done on your own. Some habits have to be broken or made on your own. Yes, I acknowledge that. Most things that have lasting impact on your life cannot be done alone. So quit trying because that is mentally unhealthy for you. You need to ask for help. You need to realize other people have value. You need to realize you don't deserve squat nothing. You don't deserve anything but you have every right to earn anything does that make sense am i being clear nothing should stop you nothing should exist in your path that you cannot climb over you may need help you may need support you may need talent that you need to develop and grow over time whatever it is that's holding you back you need to earn that You cannot, you cannot feel like you deserve it. You need to be grateful and you need to face failure in the face and realize I'm ready. Teach me. Let me learn so I don't ever have to do this stupid mistake ever again. Recognize fear for what it is as a stupid emotion that's keeping you from doing something and stare it down in the face and slap that mofo. You tell fear, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna bring me down. And end it with a bunch of things you're grateful for. Um, I've heard people keep a gratitude journal where they, every once in a while, especially when they're feeling down, people, I know I have a couple friends that do this, that write down everything that they're grateful for in a notebook. They don't ever share it, they just go down a list they just everything that they could think of off the top of their mind they just start going down and you could do this right now you can do this right now go to your phone go to the notes and start just listing everything that you're grateful for everything that you've learned all the failures that you've had and like everything that you feel like you earned on your own what are you grateful what are you grateful for and that list will help you your emotional state will be elevated and you will be motivated to keep going I really believe this and I know that you have every power to do that yourself and to continue to grow. Okay. Wow. We made it. That was a pretty intense episode and intense episode ending. 
And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at dkmixes at gmail.com um, or DM me. I prefer DMs, to be honest, at D-E-E-K-E-I mixes, DK mixes. Uh, follow me on Instagram, send me a message. Um, and let's get a conversation going. Let me help you figure out what you need to do. Also, if I, I said this at one of the first episodes, but if you want some advice on your mix, feel free to email me an MP3 of your mix, and I'll I'll just take a listen to it, you know, and uh, maybe give you some words of affirmation that you need. Um, and also be realistic. I'll give you feedback. Um, I'm a busy guy, but we'll make it happen. Ah, thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to Mixing Music. One, two, three. <laughs>